Two drinks in a mile. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. G'day. G'day. This is our Aussie movie of the month, and it is Brand New Day. If you guessed that from the trivia of last week, well done. Yep. Because it's a little bit obscure. Based on a stage musical. Yes. Written by some Indigenous people, and this was uh, directed and produced by some Indigenous people also. Yes. Before we go any further... I want to sip this cocktail because, because it is Lee one that I think it. I will like. Okay. It was yeah. Lee's choice this week. So it's a cherry ripe cocktail. Yep. Because I like cherry ripes and so does Jeffrey Rush and all of his little boarding children. Ooh. Um, it's a cherry ripe cocktail. It has coconut milk, creme de cacao, cherry brandy, vodka. And then it is rimmed with chocolate and coconut. We look, it looks all right. It looks good. The photos on the socials with the quantities, um, or it's about to come up on the screen. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, cheers. Cheers. Oh, yes. Oh, I nearly felt that. It's good. I love coconut. I will say that tastes that's like all a right. che- That tastes like a cherry ripe. Right. I've eaten a lot of cherry ripes in my time. Whenever they're... Two for five dollars at Seven Eleven. I'll have two. I'm scared um, to move my arm. They. This is good. This does taste like a cherry ripe. At our bar, I'm going to get this on the menu. All right. I'm giving that a four. Oh, jeez. What are you giving that? I was going to say a three and a half. So we might. Can we compromise and do a three seven five? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Cool. The the effort. <laughs> oh, it's just the rimming the glass is the effort. Can we come up with another term for that? Because it sounds dirty. <laughs> it's been while well, some you know rimming the glass it sounds yeah. like a euphemism for something. A rimming. Yeah, <laughs> you know you know what I mean though. Um, for decorating the rim. See, that sounds even worse. How does that sound worse? Anyway. Um, if you have, have you watched Kunk on Earth yet? Mm-mm. She has in her first episode, so good, Kunk on Earth. Um, she talks to an expert about ancient Rome. And okay. she says, the ancient Romans, a lot of people say they invented a lot of things, but a lot of it they just perfected and someone else invented. So she says to the expert, choose, I'm going to say a thing, and you have to say whether they invented it or perfected it. And then she Aqueducts. says these things, aqueduct, you know, horticulture, whatever they list in the life of Brian. But then she just throws in at the end, anal bleaching. Oh, God. <laughs> and he goes, I don't think they invented it or perfected it. And she's like, you have to choose one. That's the game. And invented. he's like, um, well, they didn't. And she says, we have to choose one. <laughs> They just go back and forth. They're funny. Anyway. Uh, Not sure what that has to do with brand Decorating new day, anyway. the rim is yep. anal bleaching. Anal bleaching. Okay. But Brand New Day has no rimming in it whatsoever. That we see. That we see. God knows what happens to that condom tree. Oh. All right. All right. How do we start? I don't know how to start this. This um, was one that I watched ages ago. Yeah. It's from 
It's not from 1993. That's 20, an old title. Uh, 2009. Yeah. Um. And I reckon I watched it not long after it came out, and I just had a little bit of memory of it being a bit funny and quirky, okay. which it is, Okay. and a bit absurd. Yep. But I think it could have been a little more to it. I think it could have been a lot better. Um, I don't necessarily think that it was overly funny. It was quirky and yeah. obscure. A little bit absurd. Absurd's a word. Yeah. Um. Non, there doesn't seem much of a structure. There's not a lot of depth to the story. No, everybody's going a broom. Broom. Everybody's going a broom. Yeah. Is the story. Yeah. Missy Higgins is a hippie going to broom. Jessica Mowboy can sing but can't act. I mean, it's not like anything we haven't heard before. Yeah. Ernie. D- Ernie Dingo's good. Ernie Dingo's good. Deborah Mailman in the couple of scenes that she's obligatorily in. I don't know. It's an odd character, but she's good at it. She's good at it, but it doesn't need to be there. But if she wasn't there, then the movie would be an hour and not an hour and 20 minutes. So it starts with this boy, Willie. Yep. Uh, Ricky. a horny point already. Ricky McKenzie, Mm -hmm. um, who's now a chef. A very, very good chef in Perth. Starts off with Rocky McKenzie, I think. Rocky McKenzie, yep. Willie, who's now a very successful chef in Perth. This was literally his only movie. You know why? Because he's not that good. No, he's not. But he's but not. But also, there's not a lot of movies. He's not terrible. He can't um, sing and dance at the same time. No. But neither could Nick Robinson in um, neither, Love Simon. And neither can Jessica Mount. Oh, no, she was all right. She can't sing and act at the same time. You know what she can't do? Sing on the Eurovision stage. Oh. I mean, she can, but. She can't win. No. It's 11 minutes into the movie before we see a white person. Good. That's good. (laughs) No, I think one of the. And it's Jesus. (laughs) Besides the, um, the quality of the movie, I think, comes from that is it's like. 95% 95% Indigenous. Yeah. Um, and so... An indigenous story made by Indigenous people. Yeah. Which is good because I don't know much of the history of Australian cinema, but I would say that that's, there's not a lot of those movies. Well, from what I read, um, it was kind of a turning point in... Because kind of before this... Indigenous actors had been actors. Yeah. Right? This is not only Dingo's first thing. It's not. And Deborah Malman. Malman's first And thing. Jessica Mowboy had already done what she'd done on... Lost Idol. Idol, yeah. 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 Um, to Damien Leith. Where's he now? Yeah. Mm. Singing um, for all the mums at the RSL. Yeah, he's doing morning melodies. I... what? Yeah, what I read was that it was a bit of a turning point of... Um, Indigenous people behind the camera, yep. producing, directing, writing. Uh, and it had been a stage show for a few years. I feel like as a stage show, I think it would be good. Yep. I think an issue was translation of stage to screen. Yeah. And I think that... I laughed at a few moments. I laughed once, but I can't remember where... Okay, I'll say it. I'm not. I, I don't think I wasn't a big fan of it. I hadn't yeah. seen it before. 
I remember it because I worked at the cinemas when this movie was out. Okay. Right. I hadn't seen it before. I wasn't a big fan of it. I thought the majority of the acting wasn't that great. No. Some of the the songs were too like they're really short. Yeah. There was like It was kind of one is it a musical song. or is it not a musical? And then, you know, Missy Higgins is singing while she's having a swim. Missy Higgins singing in the van. The sound was really odd. Yeah. It made her look like she's a really bad mimer. A few of the movie did. I thought there was a big issue with the editing of the lip syncing. Mm. Especially in that first... The the one where Dan Sultan's singing in the pub. Yeah. And when... A horny point, by the the way. Oh, God. I won't let you poke my hole. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I don't hold back from that. No. Um, And then in the... Church when he's singing a song, seeing like "See you later." I love Jeffrey being Rush. an Aborigine. Yeah, there's nothing I would rather be than to be an Aborigine. And watch you take my precious land away. Yeah, I was like, oh, now I feel bad. I can't be like, yay, well, we're think, in a song. I think that's the point. That is the point. But at the same time, I was like, is this making it too lighthearted? No, I I actually I actually like that juxtaposition of like this is a like oh yay he's running away oh yay it's a nice song it's like oh okay stolen generation oh okay you stole our land and colonized us oh fuck yeah um so i liked that and i think that was a big part of the movie yeah was putting a fun thing over the very serious issue Yes, I think that was part of the point, but I think that there could have been a couple of moments in there where it was serious. Other than him saying to Ernie Dingo, Blackfella's dying, JLA. Yeah. That was the only kind of serious moment. Um, but I think the the funness of the rest of it and that juxtaposition makes that serious question hit because you kind of go, Oh yeah, they do. But then it's and that's our like, fault. Was it serious or was it another joke? No, I think that was a serious moment because then he hugs him the next morning. I teared up, and then they go on the rest of the way to because broom. that bit where he's like in jail. Yep, if you can call it a jail. And he has that dream. And he has that dream. That bit was good. Yes, like that sequence was good. But then it's like, and then it's all road trip. That was Benny Hill. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I thought at some point it was going to be like the Blues Brothers because I thought it was going to be, oh, and they've run away and then the police are after them for whatever reason. Then Jeffrey Rush oh, is after okay, them. Yeah, yeah. Then Magda's after them because they stole a couple of Cokes. You know what I mean? God, she was horny. That Ridiculous. And, you know, I thought that that was where it was going to be and then they all ended up in Broome oh, and so did the, a big song and dance number. The Port Headland Police are the Chicago police. Yep. And then Magda's, Magda's the, the good Chicago old boys. Nazi. Oh, okay. Yep. Jeffrey Rush is <laughs> Jeffrey the Illinois Rush Nazis. Illinois Nazis. Obviously. Out of context, if somebody just flicked on and listened to that one that's sentence. How, that's how podcasts work yeah, too. Yeah, you just flick on randomly. <laughs> yeah. On, yeah. I could just – we've got that much content – 
that I could run a 24-hour internet radio of two-drink cinema. That's good. Let's Imagine if you just were flicking through your internet radio. I don't know how internet radio works. You're just flicking through your internet radio and you just tuned in to be like, Jeffrey Rush is an Illinois Nazi. <laughs> Imagine if Jeffrey Rush tuned in. Jeffrey, if you're listening... I'm actually a fan of yours. We were just making a comparison. I know, we're both big fans, and we're huge fans of Magda Zabanski, whether or not she is uh, the good old boys. Yeah. So horny. No. She's John Candy. No, because Orange Whip? Orange Whip? there's Orange already Whip? the cops. The three yeah, people that true. are chasing her are the, chasing them are the good old boys, the Illinois Nazis and the police. That's what I thought it might have got to, but it didn't. Yeah. I feel like... Because I thought then there would have been more... Suspense, chase. Yeah, and more depth, and Magda's character would have been in it more. I feel like that's an issue of stage to screen, because you can't do that on a stage. Yes. And so I feel like in an off-Broadway or whatever the Perth version is, a little fun, quirky thing like that The Subiaco Theatre. Yeah, yeah. That kind of works in that little offbeat theatre kind of way. But if you want to make it into a movie, I feel like more time could have been spent developing it into a movie on its own. Yeah. Um, And I also feel that the ending was rushed. And obvious. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, then related a, to everyone. We met another German. I wonder if oh, this German on. is yeah. random. It's 1960s <laughs> outback Western Australia and there's two Germans. They're related. I also feel like everyone is very accepting of German, the German guy at this point in history. But he's a hippie German, yeah? So it is fine because he's, you know, peace and love and shit. Yeah, but he's still a German. People, it took bloody 40 years before people liked Japanese people again in Australia. This is like 20 years after the war. Yep. Speaking of Germans in war, I watched All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, yeah. Long? No, it's only about two and a half hours. Oh, okay. It feels longer than that. Um, I think this has the score been nominated? Yeah. Good score? Good score. Good everything. Mm, okay. It's like... I'll watch it. If it, wasn't an, if it wasn't a German film, I would be like, this could win Best Picture. Yeah, so still people hate Germans. <laughs> but it was interesting to see that from a German point of view. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then I was I think like, I've read the book. I don't know much about World War One or Two. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, they happened and there were Nazis in the second one in the sequel. And you, you yeah. know what I mean? But I'm well, like, and us how at, did it start? Us by this point, it's been 20 years since we did Year 10 History. I don't remember even discussing it then. The whole unit, the whole year of Year 10 history was... I don't know if I did Year 10 history. ...was from from the start of World War One until the end of World War Two. So we did World War One, the Spanish Civil War, and World War Two. That was Unit oh. 1 in Year 10 history. I don't remember that. I had Mr. Jeffries. I don't remember Year 10 history. I had Mr. Olsen. Oh, really? 10 or 11. I didn't yeah, do, no, 11, I didn't I didn't do, do 11, 11 history. God, no. Yeah, it must have been year 10. Anyway, um, do you know what else I saw, speaking of Germans and the not good Germans, Nazis? Um, I, for some reason, a woodworking video came across my feed. I think once because I saw something that was cool and I sent it to our cousin who does woodworking. 
right? Yes, okay. So then now it's in your algorithm. Zuckerberg's like, this guy fucking loves woodworking. Or I made some joke about wood. Wood. And now Facebook thinks I love wood. It was how to make an interesting joint, a joint of four bits of wood. Mm. Oh, no. The way- Jesus Christ. Literally, the way they cut it was a swastika shape. They cut a this bit out, 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 and then they came together and all the comments were like, it seems a bit not too 1930s for me. Oh, God. <laughs> Which are, and I reckon they did it for the comments. Oh, yeah. Because then it boosts them in the algorithm. your thing. And, and randoms like me see And now it. that you've mentioned it, it'll oh, my come phone's up on my just thing. there listening. Like you did, you know that one time... You show me that woman that's like, everybody's so creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that comes up on my algorithm. She's it hilarious. It wasn't even on my phone. Tina Baker, if you are out there listening. Tina th- Baker, be a guest on the podcast, but I also hilarious. listeners, go and find Tina Baker. She finds videos that other people have made online of like wacky recipes, like a cherry ripe martini, mm. and then just takes the piss out of talking them through the video. She's very funny. I am. Um, the last one is, everybody's so creative. All right, so grab a new tin cheap oh, don't take the paper and don't take the paper out because that's just more flavor <laughs> anyway should One, we talk about this she movie? has a little catchphrase <laughs> and she's like it won't go down easy if it ain't cheesy <laughs> when you just see american people just pour a packet yeah. of shredded cheese on top of everything <laughs> oh anyway, and then she always makes up she'll be like it's just a pan and they'll throw raw chicken fillets and a packet of cheese and a packet of corn chips in. Then she'll be like, and put it in the oven at 490,000 degrees for 25 days because you make you want to make sure that chicken's nice and cooked. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to brand new day. Um, um, Germans. Okay. Jeffrey Rush. Um, I'm not sure why he needed to be German or have a... German accent half the time. He needed to be German because he was that German's father. Yeah, but he could have been that Sydney boy's father. But then you wouldn't... Yeah, because then you wouldn't have got the thing straight away. No, but if... Oh, yeah, Benedictus. Yeah, well, maybe you don't want the thing straight away. That's what I'm saying. It would have been better if it wasn't. If you if they were English, it's more likely that would be more English people. But I also... I don't think they were trying to be suspenseful, not obvious. Mm. I'm just going to, I'm going to run you through the lyrics of seeds that you might sow. There were some lyrics. Now she was, well, I didn't know this first line. Now she was only 16, just a child upon her road. When I moved up to her slowly said, I got a heavy load. The lyrics are disgusting. Baby, come on, baby. Would you like to come on down? And we'll rock and reel and reel and rock all over Chinatown. I don't know. I don't, I don't, think, I don't a, think Broom has a Chinatown. No, there's not a chi- Chinatown in Broom. Hey, boy, don't you really know? I don't feel so mad about the seeds that you might sow. Semen, every sperm is sacred. On buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema. When I moved up to her slowly and I asked her for a go, Ooh. she spoke to me quite softly in a voice so sweet and low. Well, I like bologna and perhaps a sausage roll, but if you don't use those condoms, then you cannot poke my hole. Disgusting. Hey, boy, don't you really know? I don't feel so mad about the seeds that you might sow. Well, I'm happy because I did what I was told, for I used those frangers and she let me poke her hole. A frangers, a frangers dingers. Frangers are condoms, oh. yeah. Did you not know that? I don't think I've ever heard them referred to as frangers. 
Yeah, Frangers, very Aussie. Sorry for our American listeners. I think that that'd be weird because I imagine a lot of people uh, down in <laughs> Franger wouldn't use Frangers. <laughs> it's part of the problem. No offense to anybody in Franger. That's Frankston for all you people listening out there that aren't from Melbourne. Um, yeah, I just I don't know what else to say about the movie. You know what I mean? Like it's a very it's a short movie. It's a There's short not movie. Not a lot of depth, which is good because I had a lot on this week. Um. And I, it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. I it wasn't exactly what I remembered think either. It could have been a lot better. I feel like with a bit more work. Yes, I. Do feel you know what I feel? Was, mm. I feel the production was rust. That they didn't. They were like, guys, we've done five takes of this song. This is the last one. Whatever we do, we're doing. And it just was the one where. Willie looked like he was thinking too much about how to dance. Can I say something that could be a little bit controversial? Ooh, clickbait. Yeah, please. I feel like, how can I phrase this without sounding offensive to anybody? I don't know. If you have to ask yourself that question... I No, this is what I feel like. We can edit it if we need to. I feel like Screen Australia and Screen West... Oh, okay. I think I know what you're going to say. ...found this moderately successful Indigenous stage musical. Yep. Right? And I'm not saying... They're ticking a box. I'm not saying they're ticking a box, right? But they're like, let's find a project. This seems moderately successful and could work in a movie. But in an effort to give... Indigenous Aboriginal people their own production didn't do the thing where they'd normally come in and say, hey, how about this? Okay. Yeah? So I'm not saying they were trying to tick a box. Maybe they were. There's a good chance they were. It's 2009. There was a lot of box ticking going on. Not enough, but a lot. So I think, like, normally, I don't know. So you're saying that it was was more of like a... This is your story. Do what you want. Just go, go and do it. it. And if it was like you've got Jessica, you've got you've got Jessica Malboy, Deborah Malman, and Ernie Dingo in it, we yeah. trust you. Yeah. But but not so much. We trust you. We're worried that if we come in and say, "How about this? How about this? How about this?" Then it's going to take away the Aboriginal productionness of it. Mm. And I'm not saying then right, that the okay. Aboriginal things did a bad. Aboriginal people in producing it did a bad job. But it but could they, have been better with more consultation. But they're the stage people. Yeah. Right? If Mr. Sheffield in The Nanny wants to make a movie, yep. he's going to ask a movie producer for input. Because the, it could have been the translation from stage to screen. When you ever do, When you do that, you have to change some things. Yes. For it to translate better, and it stuck too much to the original. Yeah. I think quirkiness on so the stage out, works a bit better. Yeah, taking that, that take, if you just take out the people that made it, then it's still just like stage to screen adaptation need more Sta- screen side. Screen isms. Screen development. Like yeah. the road trip, the road chase thing. Yep. That you can't do on the stage. So they didn't write it in a script. Yes. But that would work really well in a movie. Yeah. 
Um, In fact, it has before. Yeah. So I think the stage to screen is a huge issue and a symptom that could be a symptom of somewhat just letting, oh, we better just let these Aboriginal people go without too much interference. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I can see how that might have... That's all speculative, of course. Of course. I'm, I have done no work in my entire life with anyone from Screen Rest, Screen West or Screen Australia. No. I look forward to doing it in the future, even though I may have just offended them. Well, I don't care about offending anybody from Western Australia, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah, they're fucking after COVID times. Just secede. <laughs> just build a wall. Oh, God. Now, remember Dad and his old radio co-host... Had the theory about digging the trench. Speaking of Germans in war, digging trenches. Because it would also lower the sea levels. (laughs) (laughs) And having coastal areas, having coastal areas, like it's a whole lot more coastal land that then becomes usable. Okay. Fucks off the... More beaches. Fuck the desert. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who cares? Anyway. That's the, a joke. Anybody uh, yeah. out there, climate people? Um, the ending, then everybody gets to broom and, um, you know, I'm... Everyone's this related. This is your dad. This is my dad. You're my half-brother. Jessica Mowboy's there. Yada, yada. pissed. Uh, this, I'm going to sleep with Dan Sultan now. Missy Higgins is like... That. I Missy Higgins be like, oh, hippie. I want to be an Aboriginal too. Yeah, because she's clearly just someone struggling to fit in. They convert, right? They're like Buddha, 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 right? Yeah. Then (laughs) When you say like that, it sounds so offensive. (laughs) Well, actually, I should look up what, because Ernie Dingo and Willie laugh when they say Buddha. Oh, okay. I don't know, but that was the connotation. All right. Should I ask? No. I'll look it up so then I can edit it if I need to. Yeah. Um. Um, I, they're like, this means penis, Buddhist, 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 Buddhist. Yeah. But then as soon as Jeffrey Rush, uh, not the Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush, the Aboriginal preacher yeah, yeah. is like, what about Jesus? Miss Egan is like, yeah, all right. Fucking yes. Jesus. Yep. She's just someone struggling to fit in. That's true. Um, this is going to probably take me bloody forever to find it. I also in the movie, yes, was like you know how he got he randomly got on the back of that truck, Ute, yes, and abandoned everybody on the side of the road, yeah, and then ended up in Port Headland instead of Broome. Oh, because he joined that footy team that for some reason decided to do a uh, techno dance corroboree. Yep. yep, sure. Yep, um, to the Zorba. Yep. Yeah. Um, that. Oh, Budu, Budu. It's means penis. Oh, penis. Yep. Um, and then Ernie Dingo, and they, they found him again in Port Hedland. Because every young man ends up at the condom tree. Nah. Dumb. Whatever. Not whatever. <laughs> Just seems so dismissive of your point. <laughs> whatever, Brett. Whatever. You don't agree with me? Whatever. I'm not saying it's a fantastic movie. I was I... slightly disappointed. I don't have much more to say. Um, I didn't think it was going to be um, kind of set when it was set. I thought it was a modern thing. I forgot it was set in the 60s. 
Mm. Yeah. But it was. Um, it's just I've a horny. Nothing. It's just horny movie. I've got nothing. It's just a horny drunk movie. It's a horny we'll movie go through with, our... un- with average songs, average acting, average storyline. Yeah. Weird choices. Yeah, I, I, the odd choice to mix Missy Higgins' songs very differently to the rest. Yeah. We both wrote down a similar note. Robin Williams was interested in playing Father Benedictus. Hmm. wonder how he got the script. Was Robin Williams in at the Perth Fringe Festival and saw <laughs> it one year or something? Yeah. Yeah, how does Screen West connect with Robin Williams? Maybe they know, maybe he's got the same agent as Jeffrey Rush. Maybe. Did, past tense. Mm. Should we All right. get reviews? Yeah. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> You're getting shortchanged. I've got a five star. Great. Uh, from Dennis. Good Australia movie. Great Australian story. Showing the world that Australia has got good, simply stories to promote. Oh, God. Excellent Australia cast. Ernie Dick. No, actually, let me read it. Excellent Australia cast, Ernie Dingo. Jessica Mowboy and Magda Zubansky all deserve a Oscar. Jeez. Love Australia, Dennis. Dennis, you need to get out more. You need to watch more movies if you think that Magda Zabanski deserves an Oscar for that. Classic boomer, though, signing off a Google review. Yeah. Yours sincerely. It's like when they... I love seeing boomers operate Facebook. I'm not against boomers, obviously. But when they... Play the tape. (laughs) when, When they write a Facebook comment... Because I'm in a couple of groups about old history of the area that we're in, right? Yeah. And it'll be like, it says, Lee Cole Hayhow is making the comment, right? Yeah. Oh, I remember when Footscray Primary School was just three buildings on the old dirt Geelong Road. Lee Cole Hayhow. Like signs off a Facebook comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what Dennis has done on his five-star review saying that, I think, but I think he's punctuated badly. He means Ernie Dingo, Jessica Mowboy, and Magda Zubansky all deserve an Oscar. Snubbed. Ugh, Imagine Jessica snub. Mowboy snubbed and Oscar in the same oh, sentence. I mean, snubbed for Eurovision. It was, a, it was a slow year, 2009. Jesus Christ. Who won that year? Who won Best Supporting Actor? Because that's what Ernie would have been nominated 2009. for. Avatar, Hurt Locker. Penelope Crew, no. Crash? Heath so Ledger was 2008. 2009, 2009 Oscars. 2009, wait. Testing, testing. Oh, my God. The it 81st. The fighter. It wasn't the fighter. Oh, so we want the 82nd Academy Awards because the 81st the Academy Awards. The ones that were held in 2010. Yeah, okay. 2009 um, was Christoph Waltz for Bastards. Best Supporting Actress. Oh, Actor. No, no. Well, Best Christoph Supporting Actor Waltz. was Christoph Waltz for Inglorious Bastards. Glorious Best Supporting Actress Best supporting would have actress. been Jessica Mowboy. Okay. So and Magda Zubansky. And Magda. Imagine Brand New Day um, getting two nominations in the one category at the Oscars. Single Man, Maggie Gyllenhaal. 
It was kind what, of like a... The, the help, not oh. the help. She cried. You cry. I Melissa cried this Leo. You cried. Lee, that doesn't narrow it down. It was... Blindside? <laughs> it was It was Sandra Bullock. Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock, one Jeff, best actress. Sandra Bullock, Jeff Bridges, Christoph Waltz, Monique. Monique for Thank Precious. fucking Lord. Jessica Malboy was so much better than Monique. Oh, I mean, come on. Back to Zabansky. Um, I never heard Monique say, you want a hot Chico roll? <laughs> Monique would have done that role all right. Anyway, one star review. Okay. That's just a glimpse of to how my brain works, everybody that was just listening to that. I've edited that slightly. Uh, one, this is the review. It's a very structured review. Yep. One, the name of the film is spelled wrong. It's Brand New Day. Two, Jimmy Chi didn't direct it. Three, it wasn't romantic. If I could give it, if I could, I'd give a zero star. This movie needs more sexy actors. Wow. What's the point of Jimmy Chi didn't direct it? I don't know. He was one of the writers. There you go. I have to preface this, right? That this is the words of Deirdre, not the words of me, Two Drink Cinema, or the Two Brothers Entertainment Corporation. Oh, God. Okay. Lee, what are you going to do? Deirdre wrote five stars. Had a good laugh. Find Aborigines do comedy very oh, well. No. <laughs> or maybe just suits my sense of humour. Definitely worth a look. <laughs> oh, Deirdre. I love, I love when boomers... Yes, but I like. I don't hate boomers. I love when boomers <laughs> try to be complimentary, but just show their <laughs> small mindedness. We talk about. I find I find Aborigines quite funny. Um, <laughs> I will say that um, Aborigines isn't a word in the dictionary on on things. So when I was typing, unless I spelt it wrong, anyway. Oh, because it hasn't automatically capitalized it. Yeah. Hang on, anyway. I'm going to put this glass down because I'm two Don't from spill. two smashing glass and spilling drinks. Oh, one star. This movie was so annoying. Way too many plot twists. I'm calling the manager and asking for it to be redone ASAP. But I'll get the money for money considering this was my idea less than three. All love <laughs> and wishes. Can't wait for the new movie. Less than three. Uh, this five star. It's great. A brilliant and lively presentation with a positive outlook. <laughs> oh, not funny. Didn't laugh. Ah, uh, did this to get minimum number of characters. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, um, and then we'll do our. Scores oh. for Brand New Day after this. Let's see if it does better than Flubber. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Two drinks in a All right, let's go. Let's All right. scroll back up to the top. Let me feel a Brand New Day. Why was it called that? Was one of the songs Brand New Day? No, I thought one of the songs was Brand New Day, but I just think it's in reference to the song in The Wiz, but spelt in an aborig more Aboriginal style. Okay, sure. Okay. No, I don't think it's the same storyline. It's not. It would be if this person went on a trip and picked up people along the way as their friend. Which they did. To go to Broome, The Wizard of Oz. Which they did. <laughs> uh, so alcoholicness of the movie. But who's The Wizard? 
The uh, priest on the beach. The priest. Oh, no. He's the Wicked Witch. No, no. The Jeffrey Rush is the Wicked Witch. Yeah. But in The Wiz, the Wicked Witch did not end up being Dorothy's mum. Arnie M. Arnie M is Willie's mum. The, the Aboriginal priest is the is wizard. The wizard. Okay. Because he saves everyone. It's on down the road. Okay. Okay. Overall, how alcoholic is the movie? Um, very. The mum's she talks the mum talks about her cousin drinking his life away in that bar. There is a bar. They go to the bar a lot. Ernie Dingo is drunk. Willie gets drunk at the condom tree. And spews. Yeah. And they get to broom. Let's get a drink. Which is very Australian. Yeah. Three and a half or four? That's what I did as soon as we got to Newcastle. I wanted a drink, but it was nine o'clock in the morning. It was also we after that conversation with that racist taxi driver, drink. we needed a drink. Instead, we got a sausage roll. Uh, yeah, well, yep. That's the morning that's equivalent other, of my, the Aussie coverall. That's my other vice. Sausage rolls. <laughs> oh, tell um, me about it. You know what? This is un-Australian. Uh-oh. Four and 20 sausage rolls. Oh, no, they're not that good, are they? Shit house. You know what was a good... I had one, a sausage roll after tennis yesterday. Yeah. From like a Coles Express. Really? Not bad. I thought they sold four and twenties. No, they had a, a Coles version. It oh, was a Coles sausage roll. I'll have roll. to check that out because 7-Eleven sausage rolls, good. Yeah, great. Um, I had one for lunch the other day. Um, oh, so did I. I was going... I thought I'd go to 7-Eleven because it was warm. I was sweaty. I wanted a frozen Coke. Yeah, yeah. And the one I went to, I thought was a 7-Eleven, but it was a Coles Express. Oh, they're very different. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, so what are we giving alcoholics? Three and a half. Uh, is it character-based drinking? Yeah, it is. Ernie Dingo's is. Is that a 3.75 then? Deborah Malman's is. She's drunk a lot. 3.75? 3.75. That's in the wrong spot. Representation. Yeah. There's lots of Indigenous people in it, and it's saying that white people are bad, which yep. they were to yep. Aboriginal people in the 60s and earlier and still now. The teach the Aboriginal ways to the modern world to live in this country that is truly yours was a line, I think Jeffrey Rush said, mm. which is a weird sentence. Or was it teach the modern world the, to the Aboriginals? Yes, yeah. Teach you Aboriginal people, people the, the modern way, ways, the of, ways the world. of the modern world. Yeah, to live. That's racial. Yeah. How do we score this? I don't know because usually it's I like feel there's one black person amongst the white people. Yeah, but this is flipped. I think that the character of Deborah Malman. Is a very stereotypical depiction. And Ernie Dingo. Yeah. But it's made by them, and is it to make a point? I'm thinking around a three. I'm okay with a three. Yeah. It does, in terms of representation, it does represent a story that is generally untold. Yeah. And it does give a vehicle for more... Aboriginal people to yeah. have their own voice in that story. I would give it more if it was done better. If it was a better movie. And if there was a gay. Three. I'm sure there's a gay. It's a boys' boarding school. 
I'm not going to make any comment <laughs> on priests. Oh, oh, I did. I did awkward the yeah. priest bribing the boys with chocolate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you cry? My eyes moistened when he hugged Ernie Dingo because that's when I realized in the story that he was actually his father. Oh. But also they were bonding. Mm. So it's a 0.5. I didn't cry at the end because even though everyone found a happy family, it was like, yeah, I saw all that coming. Yep. And because they wrapped it up in about three minutes. Yep. Horny's a five. Horny is a five purely for Magda. Magda gets a five. Yep. Um, He's having sinful thoughts. Mailman gets a five. The condom tree gets a five. Mo Lester is, uh, con- is um, horny. Who's Mo Lester? Lester. His name's Lester. Dan Sultan's name is Lester. Okay. Mo Lester. Whew. Wondered where you were going. about there. a 16-year-old. Um, Condom tree. Mailboy, Jessica Mailboy's so hot that he doesn't want to be a priest anymore. <laughs> That's go. horny. And he needs a cold... Like, it goes from him perving on her to a cold shower. He literally That's has a true. cold shower. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dan Sultan is horny for her straight away. Deborah Malman, um, horny. Seeds that you might sow song. Uncle Ernie is horny. He's like, we've got to find you some women. Magda's horny. Everyone's horny. Pervin on Missy Higgins while she's having the swim. Horny. Um, is he 18 yet? Uh, I don't know. He's in school. He's in school. But she gets him drunk and Deborah Malman takes 17. him to the condom tree. 17? Mm, question anyway, mark. Question it's a mark. five. It Insults. is a five. The way uh, Jeffrey Rush talks about Aboriginal people is insulting. Yeah. Um, that sinner cousin of mine is um, yes. what the mum says. <gasps> Useless hippie. Wait, was the sinner cousin of hers any dingo? No. No, because he was always he was, at the pub. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Useless hippie. People, white people, white, okay. both white people and Aboriginal people use blackfellas. When yep. the white people use it, it's obviously insulting. Yeah. So, is it a two and a half? I'm going to give it a two. I think it's a two and a half for me because of just all of Jeffrey Rush, what he says about the Aboriginal students. Mm, okay. Sure. Um, what are we up to? Enclosure. E on the Archie Q De Niro. They all live in small houses. The boarding school is big, but there's lots of boys in each room. I'm think I'm tempted to do a two. I think do, it's a two. Do Missy and German sleep in the car? Yes, but that's because they're travelling. Uh, yes. Two. Two. Because they're houses, but they're not big houses. Quotability, I reckon, is a zero. <laughs> yep. One line I wrote. If you want to be a hippie, you need to stop acting so bloody square. <laughs> the only line I wrote down was when Jeffrey Rush goes, this is your mother, Teresa. Not the mother, Teresa. <laughs> your mother. I laughed at something Jeffrey Rush said. Was it that? Maybe. Quotability we've done. What do we gave a zero? Yeah. Dean De Niro we is for drink. Smashing through yeah. this. Coke. They, yeah. They still coke. At the school, and then he goes to Magda and orders a Coke. Coke two. two. Best score for this movie. Yes. Uh, endurance. I think the movie looks good. I think it looks good. I don't think it really holds up. 
because of its oddness. Yeah, and because I think that today, if you were making the movie, I don't know if you'd have the same lyrics of the song. No, I don't think so. Not in a movie. I think you could still do it in the stage. Yeah. I I think, I, I don't know, it's just not, it would need a rewrite. Yeah. So endurance, and it's only I, what, um, not even 15 years old. I certainly think you wouldn't have them listening to a Rolf Harris tape Ooh, as no, they drove, no. particularly after Deborah Mailman takes a young man to oh, no. the condom tree. Mm. Um, but the point of uh, mistreatment of Indigenous people is still something that we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, Blackfellas dying in jail is also something that has endured. True. Which is awful. Um, I'm thinking of one and two. I'm thinking of two. Yeah. I'll do a two. I don't remember the movie being so horny in nostalgia and rememberability. I don't remember much about the movie. I remember it being around and people talking about it and Jessica Mowboy was in a movie, Won't This Be Great? Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in Impact. Am I thinking of a different movie? The Sapphires was after this. Jessica Malboy and Deborah Malman played the Supremes. Uh, no, I'm thinking of this. Yeah. Um, I remember the ending because that's when I would go in to clean the cinema. Oh, okay. <laughs> They'd be singing nothing I'd rather be yeah. than to be an Aborigine. Like, oh, and then Jeffrey Rush tap dances on the dirt and still makes tap noises yep. even though it's in the dirt. Yep. Um, Nostalgia, I'm giving a zero. I'm giving it a one. Because I do remember going, oh, this is a bit funny and a bit different. Okay. Impact. Impact. Rocky I've... McKenzie is now a chef. That's enough impact. <laughs> um, it was Jessica Malboy's first movie. Yep. Her only IMDb credit before this is Australian Idol. Oh, there you go. But then the Sapphires came after this mm. for her and for Deborah Malman. Um, I think that it's made by Indigenous people, written by, starring. Produced, directed, written. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an impact, but I don't know enough about what's come since. Like, I don't know if if they made this movie and then people went, oh, let's, like, let's do more of this. Was The Sapphires written by Indigenous writers? Yeah, I don't I know. I don't think so. No, I'm not sure. Um, and how many more... Indigenous stories, mm. untold Indigenous stories, have come since. Not many. Yeah, not many that I can think of. So I'm thinking even of... though it's a bit like here's a big step forward, mm. it's kind of not made an impact. Yeah. So I think it's a one. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. All I wrote for rewatchability, which is the R of De Niro, yep. is that it's short, light, and silly. It's an easy watch. Yep. I don't know if it I... It is an easy watch, but it, I, don't I think didn't you'll find watch it, it again. enjoyable. I don't, I don't think I'll watch it again. I thought it was a bit of fun. I am going to give it a 225 for rewatchability. If someone wants to watch it, I'll watch it. I'm going to give it a 0. 0.5. Okay. There is a slight chance I'll rewatch it, but I'm not going to outwardly seek watching it again. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, Look. Overall, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. There are some flaws. The techno Zorba dance is unnecessary. Yep. But the end of our people song is good. The one that they from the jail. Yeah. Um, but then Missy Higgins is like, yes, Christians. But then the Christians are very forgiving very quickly. Yeah. Like- Here's a priest who was adulterous and fathered illegitimate children. Oh, that's okay. That's the thing I found funny when the beach and he's standing there and they're like, it's a sign from God. Yeah, and then the sign from God comes down and is revealed to be adulterous. Yes. But that's okay. But that's okay. Um, I think the ending is bad. The songs are just too short, the majority of them. It's like the overall sound and editing of the song and dance numbers is poor. Yeah. Uh, Willie can't sing and dance at the same time which is something that I would look for if I was auditioning for this film. Yes. Like if I was the one casting it. Sing and dance at the same time. I can't. Ah, you're hired. Whatever. I'm giving it a one. I do feel like that there were not a lot of options. Yep. Which is another issue in itself. Although you would think you would hold an open casting call. Yes. Particularly if you were... Indigenous writers and producers that knew that there wasn't anyone established. Yeah. Like if you said in to, to, in 2009, name an Indigenous actor, you're going to say Deborah Malman, you're going to say Ernie Dingo. Well, you can't cast Ernie Dingo as the boy from boarding school, can you? You can't no. cast Deborah Malman as the boy from boarding school. No. Then you go name Indigenous singers and you say Dan Sultan and you say Jessica Malboy. You're like, well, you can't cast either of them as the boy from boarding school. Yeah. So then... Open casting call. And it could have been an open casting call and Rocky McKenzie was the best one. Which is unfortunate. Yep. But I feel there have been more, certainly more Indigenous actors since. Not yeah. that I'm saying this movie is because of it. No. Um, the guy that, um, that TV show I just watched, The Twelve. Yes. There's an Indigenous young man in that. He's very good. I don't know if he can sing and dance at the same time, yeah. but he's a good actor. Okay. He's a better actor probably than Rocky McKenzie as a chef. Oh. I don't know. I haven't eaten at his pub. Mm, I think his palm is pretty good. Yeah. There you go. It's Perth. Is it a palmy? I think it's a shit. It's a boodle penis. <laughs> it's a penis. <laughs> ah, okay. So it I may as well be. Out of this movie, they may as well cook a penis parmigiana. I it's may. that horny. Yeah. You may. <laughs> All right. Overall, have I given it a score? Yeah, you gave it a two. Okay. If that's all right. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Cool. So overall, I not will... Not good. Um, it's not as bad as we thought. Oh. I think the horniness saved this one. <laughs> um, it got a 37.25. Wow. Um, so it's not even in our bottom 10. Oh. How did it do better than Tar? And The <sighs> Ring... And Groundhog Day. Horny. We both gave it high for horny. Mm. I think because horny is one that we both score. No, it's not. Oh, isn't it? Nah. Do we need to go back and check the check the notes? Let me just check. Yeah, hang on. 3.75, 3.5. Oh, it's a good cocktail. That helped. Horny, insults, enclosure, quotability, drink. Endurance, nostalgia, impact, rewatchability overall. 
This is going to show that average across the board is decent. 37.25. So it's, yeah, it's okay. better than... It's just worse than I know what you did last summer. We're still waiting to find a movie that's worse than Speed 2 Cruise Control on 16.25. I'm really annoyed that two of our bottom three are Robin Williams. <laughs> well, so, yeah. We'll do a better Robin Williams film eventually. I'm sure we will soon. Was he in a Robin Hood? Because we've got four of them yeah, coming up true. soon. Oh, well, what have we a got? Spoiler for next week. Have we got any? Uh... No, I can't see any in our already decided for this year list. That's true. There's no Robin Williams. We're taking a break, but there's lots of gaps to fill, so it could be in there. All right, that's it. Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. Trivia for next week. I've already told you what it is. Yeah. This is the oldest one. It's the oldest <laughs> one that we could that we're going to review. So good that and James Rain wrote a song about oh, him. Oh, Robin Hood. I would do anything just to be like him. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. That's it for brand new day. We're back in April for no trivia, a month of Robin Hood. It's a month of Robin Hood, so um, because four Robin Hood movies, of which there have been six. Um, have that we know of, <laughs> yeah. Have uh, anniversaries this year, so we get an anniversary, a nostalgia, a queer one, and <laughs> an Australian one. Are we saying, yeah, that's that's camp. We'll call that camp. If you know, of queer. if you know all of, yeah, from Rainbow Popcorn, it's queer cinema and camp classics. <laughs> you know the one. This is camp that ticks the camp classics yeah. box. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to get on, buymeacoffee.com forward slash to drink cinema. Our bonus episode for this month was Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Yes. So if you want to hear that one, uh, then you can do that and help us to uh, do the podcast. And I keep spilling drinks, so I'll need to steam clean this carpet soon. Uh, thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Two Brothers Entertainment on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay our respects and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening, happy watching, and please drink responsibly. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further and access some exclusive content, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash cinema. As a member, you can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes, access episodes early, buy merch, and contribute to the making of the podcast. The support of our listeners can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash cinema. Cheers.